0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end or the logger end of the world's end.
0: One minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And joining us again, Nile and John from the Bat Minute. <laughs> hey, hey. Thank you so much for joining us this past week. And today we are preparing to
1: annihilate Minute 60. Which begins with Oliver dropping pints off with Peter, Andy, and Gary, and ends with Basil telling Stephen that the Blanks have spent the past 23 years remaking, remodeling, and refurbishing Newton Haven and its population.
2: Oh, I'll tell you, another mm-hmm. straight indication that something's up is the fact that this is the second time that Oliver has been able to go over and get drinks in about, like, two minutes. And as a club, <laughs> that
3: fact, <laughs> yep. no way is he served that fast. <laughs> Not happening. At- and he's not a woman? No way. No way. <laughs> no. <laughs> I often just get completely blank. Like people don't even look at me. I'm standing at that bar for like 10 minutes and then they're just mm. ignoring me deliberately. Just
2: learn the hard way too. Yeah. You start to like kind of lean over the bar to make myself a Don't do that. The bartenders do not like that either. So yeah, you just have to. Then they notice you all of a sudden.
3: I've, I've tried that. You need to go halfway now. What you do is you, you get your money out. You get your cash out and you make it very visible you lean a little bit over with the money like look here's money come and get it come and get it. oh yeah i'm not i'm not
0: subtle at all i just i just i just raise my 20 and i just like wiggle it in the air like i'm and getting his atten- getting their attention that way here um, here look money come. <laughs> come come give me a drink you want this you? <laughs> yeah Man, um,
1: the uh, the introduction of the marmalade sandwich just really, really makes me want uh, uh, an Edgar Wright non-diegetic musical. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Why not? Let's yeah. do it. At this point, you know, he's done lots of things. Bring it on. That's his next oh, project. Uh, yeah. A musical
2: remake of Bring It On. That's what the Edgar Wright should sure. be. Oh.
0: oh, my God. <laughs> um, or, you
1: know, even, even a diegetic. Even something like Sing Street. You know what I mean? Mm, where... Yeah. It, or once,
0: yeah, yeah. It's so weird,
1: actually. Uh, though, I,
2: look at it only dawned on me though as I was watching because, like, oh, the marmalade sandwich is—that's a reference to Paddington Bear, basically. Because oh, he eats marmalade sandwiches. That's what most people over here would know that from. Sure. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. not one of these actors is in. A Paddington movie. It's so strange that, like, it's, these- a, it's a goddamn shame. Yeah, it's like the you know, yeah. most acclaimed actors and, you know, in, in both franchises, like, you know, World's End, not a franchise, but a film, but, you know, like, all oh, the lead actors, none mm-hmm. of them are in Paddington. And, like, you know, it's just the fact that Paddington also has so many acclaimed British actors in it. It's like, oh, it's so yeah. weird that they managed to not get any of them. David the closest- Bradley.
1: Yeah, it's a big is a big missed opportunity. David Bradley would have run. Yeah.
0: Mm. The the closest we get is uh uh, J- uh, Jessica, uh Jessica Jessica Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, Jessica Heinzley Stevenson. Um because, you know, she's in the second one, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like the magazine yeah.
1: shopkeeper. Right,
0: right. That's the closest we get to an Edgar Wright uh, like a uh, like a Cornetto alumnus. Well, that always
2: reminds me um, of cause oh. it Because Sally Hawkins she's Mrs. Brown and she was in right. Happy Go Lucky with Eddie Marson, which is just like have right, you guys talked sure. about Happy Go Lucky? Because that, that is a Oh, I'm a big, big happy go-lucky. Oh, great, great movie. And Eddie Mar- again, that credit that actor. Like you wouldn't know it was totally the same guy. Person. Like he's so completely yeah. different in both movies.
1: He's such a curmudgeon in Happy Go Lucky. Yeah.
2: yeah. This man who and the yeah, yeah, movie noticed, said, he states like you will remember Enraha until the day you die because of me. And it's like, that is true, Eddie Marson. I still remember you going Enraha <laughs> over
3: and over in that goddamn movie.
2: Enraha. <laughs>
3: I can't be uh, the only person who doesn't like marmalade. right? What?
2: You don't you don't like marmalade.
3: <laughs> I no, I absolutely I, I, it.
0: I can't believe you do like marmalade for someone who doesn't like beans. Like it's just Yeah,
3: <laughs> god damn it. niall's the pickiest eater. Oh. Listeners, if you don't know, Niall's yeah. the pickiest eater who isn't Neil Brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I've uh, I've I've tried uh, I've tried marmalade uh, several times because I want to like it because I watched the Paddington movies and I'm like oh man it looks so good and then every mm. time I try it I'm disappointed it's entirely possible I just haven't had good marmalade yet mm, sure um, especially being in America. Era. Yeah, especially being in America, but uh, yeah, I've never, I've never had marmalade oh, I, that I've liked, I, not so far I,
3: anyway. Oh, I can't stand
2: it. I rarely have it because it's one of those things of like, well, it is just sugar, basically. You just put sugar on your breakfast. <laughs> so I was like, well, wow, that's sure. the healthiest thing to eat. But whenever I'm back home at my dad's and stuff, because he has marmalades, like, well, I'll slather it on here.
3: I, I would not many people a connection
2: between that, that and beans. I was like, oh, those are two completely different entities. One, well, it, well, it's
0: what just, it's just, the, I, it's just the, it's just the. No, no, no! It's not. It's not the compare. It's just the fact that you don't like beans, which is the weirdest thing that I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> everyone likes
3: beans. Yeah,
0: everyone likes beans. That's weird. That's a, that's that is such a weird food to be picky about, and the and the fact that you don't like that, but you like marmalade is uh, that that's what's weird. Uh-huh. It's it's not that there's a connection between the two. It's it's more of a meta connection of just like wait what. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, yeah. the, the things that, i'm a man who frequently wears a hat as well i can tell you paddington's always keep a marmalade sandwich under your hat doesn't work in real life <laughs> you tried it. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, i've tried to keep a couple of things under my hat and it doesn't work the way you see people in movies putting money under there and all that kind of stuff nothing works it'll all just fall out in the end oh. because you're jostling around yeah. it's just it's not practical people so
3: do not do well no. with the whole world in uh, in a bit of a lockdown at the moment uh I went to buy some, uh, some booze yesterday and um, in the shop. Well, this will mean something to English uh, listeners. We went to Bargain mm-hmm. Booze. The, the name is a clue. <laughs> um, we went to Bargain Booze, and there was a big sign up there saying, we will not accept cash from a sock or bra. Because <laughs> <laughs> presumably people are keeping their money in there and trying to go, here you go. It's like, oh, no. Oh, oh <laughs> no my job. God.
2: What about under a hat?
3: <laughs> All right, fair enough. I guess maybe, <laughs> maybe under a hat.
0: Um. So we get uh. We we of course get the get the marmalade sandwich as as uh Nile referenced, and uh, I think it's I think it's cool. Uh. I don't know. I like I like the idea of the the blank sort of using the marmalade sandwich as as sirens, um, calling yeah. out to our uh <laughs> our sailors here, um and uh and and trying to get their ship to crash on the rocks mm-hmm. um of oh, oh, the fact of, too that they have the things like,
2: these women are blatantly still late teens
0: yeah, it. the day. they're just yeah. like yeah. it's the lighting
2: well,
0: <laughs> it's the lighting it's the drink who cares what it is and then oliver <laughs> is just laughing or like smiling uh, to himself about it because he's like yes it's working
2: this this was a thing though I remember from when this came out because um the marmalade of the marmalade sandwich, it's um it's Sophie Evans, who at the time was like a kind of famous person. Uh it was one of those things that happened to so many people, I guess, over the the years since you know two thousand onwards, where she was kind of big because of a reality TV show. Uh she was in um BBC did a, a thing called Over the Rainbow, where They were basically doing auditions. Andrew Lloyd Webber would do auditions for I Need to Find a Dorothy for my new version of the West End Wizard of Oz. So I'm bringing in all these people. Mm. And it was basically American Idol or Pop Idol or whatever version of it you want to call. But it was just a singing competition. And then whoever whoever won it, won that part. And uh, Sophie Evans is one of the ones that, like, she didn't win, but everybody liked her. Uh, And I think Mm. she went on to play... I think she went. She didn't win it, but I think she did play Dorothy eventually, and then she went on to play Glinda in uh, Wicked for a couple of years. But like yeah. for a while, she was just unknown so if you just read the the tabloids, basically because people were like, "Everybody loves Sophie Evans this month," uh, because we we know her from that show. And then now, I don't know where you'll find her. She'd just be you know, probably still working no. in the West End somewhere, probably still doing okay for herself, but like no one would recognize her as a name but i remember at the time though because coming up and like there was little articles popping up in film magazines of like sophie evans been interviewed on her film debut and mm-hmm. and and stuff like that as if this was like a yeah. big part she was getting where it's like you walk down some stairs and you kind of dance and that's 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 about yeah it.
0: um I mean, she does have, like, she does have, like, that great moment with Andy uh, later, like, in the...
2: Oh, yeah. All oh, of the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She's also in... Um, um, I think she went on to be in a uh, great movie. I don't know if you guys have seen Pride, which also features David Bradley and Patty Constantine, actually. Oh, uh, oh really, really terrific movie. About, it's set in the early 80s. It's about... Based on a true story where, um, basically... Uh, 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 an LGBT activists back then noticed that, like, oh, the people, the police, aren't been as rough on us as they used to be. Like, their their focus is going in another direction, and knows that, like, oh, they're taking out, they're going after the miners' strike a lot more than they used to go after, like, oh, the you know the, the gay rights people, and so mm. decides to combine in a little Welsh town uh, the gay rights activists with the minors. And the miners are headed by like a very mild mannered Paddy Considine, and it beca- that became a thing in the UK. It was like, oh, the you know, the gays for you know the UK miners and stuff like that. And it was yeah. all to do with the miners' wow. strike against uh, you know Maggie Thatcher and whatnot. And I think it ended up yeah. leading to like the Labour Party introducing gay rights and stuff into like it had big ramifications and whatnot. But
3: it's definitely part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: it's a really really terrific movie. I'd highly highly recommend if you just like British cinema or just cinema in general, is it's a really heartwarming kind of tale. But, uh, but she features very briefly in that as well. Um, but the, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's, just, it's worth, it's worth a, a nosy. All right.
0: Uh, I will say as far as, and, and Nick and I have talked about the marmalade sandwich, um, I think earlier in, in the film uh, when they first appeared in the uh, flashback, I think. Um, and, and also when we saw the back of their heads uh, earlier in the crosshands, but um I the thing that I really like about the casting of them, and I, I didn't know anything about about um uh Marmalade, Becky Salt, I guess <laughs> is her name. Um I didn't know I didn't know all of that about her. But it just in general, I like how sort of um like 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 you look at Rosamund Pike, right? And Rosamund Pike is just like absolutely drop dead gorgeous, and it's just like, oh my god, what a movie star! Like Holy moly! Mm. Like Get it's just an eye patch. Right, right. It's just right. It's just mm-hmm. it's just like kind of like this next level thing. But there's something very like approachable and and like I don't know how to uh, else to say this, but like you know, quote unquote high school hot that these three are. <laughs> Like in that yeah. they're not like this next level, absolutely gorgeous. It's more of just like, Oh yeah, those are the girls that would be considered the hottest girl in your high school.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're not like, they're not like, you know, they're, they're very normal looking like in general, but like they're believable as like the hot girls in your high school. Mm. Um, And I think that that's like, I, I don't know who the casting director is on, on the world's end, but it's just, it's very impressive casting. Cause it's, it's such a specific feeling that they're recreating here, and I think that they recreate it perfectly.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, uh, yeah, I'd agree with that 100. <laughs> percent That's actually pretty accurate. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like they're not they they don't look like movie stars. Do you know what I mean? Like that's that's the thing. They don't look like movie stars. They look normal. Yeah, like normal. Human beings, not like yeah, supernaturally attractive like Rosamund Pike is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. this
2: uh, is so weird as well. I, though, like, I guess you, you can always use the argument that all well, the guys are drunk and whatnot. But the fact that they're so mm-hmm. theatrically introduced to them as well as they all walk down in sequence like it's a music video. Yeah, and them not to be like, this is odd. You know, considering the situation that they're in, <laughs> you would be really going, this is. This is almost like we've been lured into something here.
3: (laughs) They are. They're entranced them. They are calling them like sirens, as Scott said. It's got a vampiric quality. Definitely.
0: There's a weird – there's also this weird element of like – you're right. It is like a music video. It is very choreographed. But it's like this weird sort of lazy choreography where like at the point where they start like sort of doing the come hither thing – together it's just so lazy and just like and this is what i do now as i make these movements like it just there's no like there's no sultry quality to it it's just like it's it's very robotic you know <laughs> it's very much like this is just what i do now to like make them come toward me i guess yeah um <laughs> it's it's very like bland uh which is just a, a weird interesting choice and i and i really like it
2: uh, i mean you could also say this is a comment on how these guys are functioning as well, that they they are almost on this, you know, cruise control, basic motor functions of like, yeah, you don't have to do anything else to impress me. <laughs> to impress me, the most basic choreographed dance move down a down a stairwell is like, I'm I'm here. I'm there for you already. So it's a, it makes them seem a little sadder as well. It's like two or three horny middle-aged men. <laughs> That's yeah. just like. It's just all very seedy, but it's supposed to be so.
0: (laughs) For sure. It's, it's, uh, and it's interesting too, because, um, you know, it reveals something about, about Peter next week, uh, about Peter as a, as a character and that he's not as, he's not as good of a person as he seems to be from the outset. Yeah. Um, he's got, he's, he's got, he's got some, you know, gross masculinity issues as well. Um mm. and and he's never ha- been able to deal with them at all because he was like the least masculine person in high school. Um, uh, but that mm. doesn't mean that he doesn't suffer from toxic masculinity as well. And um, we get a little hint of that finally next week with him.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also, also this is the the final shot there of a the old man st- still not not breaking a sweat in that suit. Like it is. It's like, I've been there. I know that that's not possible. (laughs) Highly
3: suspicious.
0: Um, So we go back into the coat room. And uh, we have Basil sort of explaining the history of what happened. Like, he says specifically, do you remember the shooting star? That was them. It wasn't a shooting star. That was them landing. And then at first, they didn't do much. And he talks about how they burrowed into, like, burrowed under the earth. Um, which we learn we see that we literally see later what that what what their whole base of operations looks like under the world 's end, um which I think is uh i don 't know I just think that 's really interesting uh the yeah. just the 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 whole history of all of this because you know you could you could probably wonder like well what what 's taken them so long to expand and whatever and he he is saying like yeah, I mean they had to they had to build a base of operations and then they had to start taking over replacing people of influence taking over institutions uh and basically gaining control of the town and that's that's a long drawn out process
3: yeah the first couple of times i watched this that's the one thing i didn't sort of really like was oh that's a bit stupid the way it happened immediately after they left town but now looking back at it i actually think i i like that now because Mm -hmm. i kind of understand it more Now i'm a little bit older it's it's kind of more like about how you go back to somewhere that you used to spend a lot of time, you maybe grew up there, and it's the same, but it's not the same. It's that weird sensation, that weird feeling, and I think that's capturing it. It's like, well, they've come in, they've changed things, but they're the same. Right. And that's weird that they're the same. It's Why the they...
0: same, but it feels different. Yeah, And, and yeah. this kind
3: of captures that sensation when you revisit somewhere you used to frequent.
2: I also think as well about Basil as a character is like, because now he is completely correct in what he's saying. Like he he, he was ahead of the curve in all of this, mm-hmm. but still when they knew him, when they were younger, he was crazy Basil. This is more like a kind of like, well, you know, a broken clock tells a, you know, the right time twice a day, at least kind of, it's like, was he, what what crazy stuff was he coming out with? prior to being right about this particular mm-hmm. alien <laughs> invasion that they're, that they're, that he's having to explain that. Yeah. He's just like, I heard down in London there was a zomb- zombie uprising.
0: Oh, man. Um uh, This town was murdering people. Um Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's uh it's 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 interesting too cuz it's also I don't think we brought this up at the time Nick when we talked about him in the famous cock episode. Um but it is the the concept of the blinks is actually extremely similar to the concept of lizard people.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 like exactly the same concept of of you know they come in, they burrow in underground they take over people, take over the institutions, you know. Um, mm. And so I, I, do think it's funny. It's like, it's like, well, you got the fact that they're lizard people wrong, but everything else you were kind of right about. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: It's like uh, David Icke. Do you, you guys know about yes, him, we, right?
0: We, yeah, we, we, well, we, we brought, we brought him up in that episode. We went, we did a deep dive on conspiracy theories in the oh, first,
3: oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Basil episode. So yeah, we brought him up and and all of that stuff. Yeah.
3: Um.
2: I the thing is though, but the way he's describing it, then you get close ups of the the marmalade sandwich, you know, ladies' faces, and it kind of reminded me of like another movie that they're referencing is like the Stepford Stepford Wives, whereas that is like, oh, these women have been replaced with like ideal idealized, you know, but patriarch, you know, in terms of patriarchy, idealized, you know, domesticated women, whereas like these particular blanks. Are like the idealized versions of you know these horny men's you know dream girls back when they were teenagers and stuff, mm. uh, and yeah, you know the that 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 movie is referenced several times throughout the the world's end. It's like oh, I wonder if that's what that's specifically why he's showing those faces there. Is that some sort of reach that uh, Edgar's going for, or eh, I could be just reading reading my own thing into it. Really,
0: yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's I think it's definitely there. Um yeah. I was also going to say I I like again going back to what I was saying about the uh the sort of like high school hot idea of like what you thought was attractive when you were in high school um uh, because like you didn't have the world <laughs> um to look at you were just kind of focused on like your high school uh but like the 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 fact that um the makeup on these actresses is a little overdone uh, yeah. The way that it is in high school where girls just sort of like overdo their makeup because they're just learning how to use it properly, you know, Um, yeah. and so so it's like it, it's a little it's not right. It doesn't look, you know, the way that like a woman in her 20s does her makeup, which which with a little more subtlety, you know, it's where you mm. get like all of those um, girls in high school with like raccoon eyes. Because they just yeah, yeah. there's just so much mascara that they that they put on mascara and eyeliner, um, the classic. And look. it's uh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It's a classic like high school girl look. Yeah. Um, I I I had I probably dated at least like three girls in high school that had that did the raccoon eye yeah. thing.
3: Um,
0: because you know nobody knows any better. <laughs>
3: it's it's uh, it's not easy. Uh,
0: <laughs> No, it's not. Uh, yeah. Make makeup is not an easy thing. I'm not saying it is. And it takes practice. Uh-huh. And when girls are in high school, a lot of them, um, especially pre internet, pre YouTube tutorials, um, you know, it was it was hard to figure out because you had kind of had to do it on your own. Right. And like, just get like advice from your friends, I would imagine mm. um, your mom and your friends, <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um did you did you you know girls like that in in high school nick that 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 struggled putting makeup on well yeah yeah. like well not struggle just like was learning to put makeup on and so like would overdo it the way these these girls are kind of overdoing it
1: oh i'm sure but i you know wasn't wasn't aware of it
0: oh okay all right fair enough
1: (laughs) yeah she looks nice today (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i mean but, i mean that was the thing at the time we were never aware no, of that, you sure. know and then it's and then it's like you go back and you look and you're like oh my god why did i dress like that and I'm like oh wow she really didn't know how to put on makeup um you know you just you learn that stuff because the thing is is like very rarely are there like high school movies where they let them look like what actual high schoolers look yeah, like. yeah you know?
3: <laughs> it's ridiculous never. in fact yeah. especially I, I was posting something on facebook about it the other day Netflix shows. Yeah. The teenagers in Netflix shows. We, we're worse now than Beverly Hills... Whatever the hell... it. What was it? No, what was it? Uh, 90210. <laughs> we're even worse than that was now. Netflix, they're mm-hmm. all about 30. And mm-hmm. they're playing like, oh, 70. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, sometimes, sometimes you do get Netflix shows. Well, they did that one that was set in the 90s recently, where it's like, oh, these kids look like kids. That one but,
3: did look right.
2: Yeah. You get something like Booksmart will pop up where you're like, oh, no, these are like genuine teenagers you got here. But you still do get like the, odd, well, I think with the Netflix one, the most extreme version of them trying to pass off Robert De Niro as a guy <laughs> in his 20s in the Irishman. Yeah. Where you're like, you're like, no goddamn way does that work. No,
3: he, move, but, he might look young, but he doesn't move like a young man.
2: Oh, he doesn't look young either. No, well, no, but
3: <laughs> even if you make him look young, it's not going to work, I don't think. No, no.
2: <laughs> but, um, although in talking about Book Smart, I can also recommend if people want to see another Patty Constantine film, uh, Beanie Feldstein from that movie was recently in, uh, How to Build a Girl, which is a mm-hmm. movie set in England where she, she plays Catelyn Moran in it, essentially. Patty Constantine's her dad, and it, it's very, very good. Uh, I, it's weird. Really,
0: it's I books. really want to watch that. I don't think it's. I, last I checked, it wasn't available to rent over here yet. Um, oh, I, it, it I, I like, am very well, much looking for. Oh, is it now? Hmm. On
1: on select uh, platforms, like on like YouTube. Oh, okay,
2: that, like,
0: interesting. All full, right. full
2: of, well, the few examples of like, because I remember going into, it, I was like, I know her though. I can't, I can't, I can't get used to her doing the English accent when I know it's an American actress and whatnot. Uh-huh. And do we fair to wear? Yeah, it was one of the few times I've seen an American doing a British accent, where after, like, five minutes, I was like, yeah, it's, oh, okay, I've, I've, I've accepted it. You've blended yeah. this perfectly together, so... <laughs> yeah. Fair fair play to Beanie for actually pulling off that amazing feat, which is not easily done a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. Um, there's also there's also uh, actors like uh, Mae Whitman, who has been playing a high schooler for the past, like, 20 years. <laughs> 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 she just... Can't get out of high school. Um, she's literally playing a grown ass woman with a with a kid on on an NBC show, and and then like this past year, she was like playing a high schooler again. And the uh, <laughs> uh, what what was the what what was the remake movie Nick Valley Girl? The Valley Girl, yeah, and the Valley Girl oh. remake. She's like playing a high schooler again. It's like it's crazy, crazy.
2: The <laughs> like, Whitman plays her own child or something. Yeah, yeah um,
0: I know, right? Yeah, it's so so weird um but you know good on you may whitman that's that's no judgment on may whitman that's that's more judgment on like the system as a whole Mm. may may whitman you you get yours you know like who cares like get that paycheck (laughs) 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 um but uh anyway Mm -hmm. yeah that's uh it's interesting um yeah i the the uh let's see remaking remodeling refurbishing do those things mean different stuff
3: yeah, I mean... Subtly, maybe, but they're kind of the same thing. Yeah. I do that, though. I will I think because uh, I'm used to writing essays and things, I'll be really flowery with language, even to the point where I'm, I'm just saying the same thing three times in a row. and <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: like, yeah, I, that's, yeah, I make my living as a proofreader, and uh, sometimes you'll get little notes going like, the, the word count needs to be expanded out. Can you do something about like that? <laughs> and that's we'll be like, all right, you want to get the same word, <laughs> the same the same meaning from multiple words by all means. Like, yeah, remodeling, refurbishing, <laughs> repackaging. Done. I'll bring on all the re's if you
0: want. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. Well I think that uh wraps us up here. Guys, thanks so much for joining us this week.
2: Oh, like more than happy to Scott. Thanks thanks very much for, for having me. It's us. an honor
3: to be yeah. one of the few uh invited on this year.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: We we
0: definitely uh pared it down um this year for sure. Um, <laughs> but uh we we definitely want to make sure that we got you guys back. Um all right, well uh everyone out there, uh thanks for listening. Uh check out dueling dot com slash support. Our uh that leads you to our Patreon page become a Patreon supporter. Um, Listen to Nick and I talk on not writing. Uh, You can listen to some of our bonus content for our original podcast series, geek by night and uh, all of the other stuff that we've done on Patreon. There is over 200 podcasts uh, exclusive to our Patreon um, that you can gain access to by becoming a Patreon supporter. That's DuelingGenre.com slash support. And we will be back on Monday with minute 61, but for now, let's boo-boo.